Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Jeff Jowdy, your host for today's discussion on fundraising automation. Returning to The Beacon Podcast is our popular guest, Stephen Shattuck, the Chief Engagement Officer at Bloomerang. Stephen, welcome back to The Beacon Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. Stephen is a star in the nonprofit arena, and for our listeners who may not be familiar with Stephen, as Chief Engagement Officer, Stephen curates Bloomerang's educational content and hosts the weekly webinar series focused on thought leaders in the nonprofit sector. He also contributed content to the National Council of Nonprofits, AFP, NTEN and Nonprofit Hub. Stephen is a member of the AFB Center for Fundraising Innovation Committee and the Fundraising Effectiveness Project and is the co-author of Fundraising Principles and Practice, Second Edition. Stephen graduated with honors from Ball State University with a degree in telecommunications and creative writing. And again, welcome back to the Beacon Podcast. Sure. Stephen, can you explain what fundraising automation is and how they can use it to their advantage? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there are so many technology tools out there, software, just amazing things at our fingertips that, you know, maybe even three to five years ago we didn't have. And there's a lot of cool things that fundraisers can do now from scheduling emails to creating, you know, drip campaigns that that kind of go out and work on their own without a lot of babysitting them to things like AI that will, you know, kind of look into your database and tell you, maybe who the best prospects are and maybe who is someone that you should reach out to, give a phone call because maybe they are ripe for increased giving or some sort of enhanced engagement. So it's kind of a golden age in a lot of ways for fundraisers with all these things that are available to us. And they're not that expensive, you know, even though maybe these things may have existed years ago, they may have been cost prohibitive to small and medium sized nonprofits. But now even the smallest nonprofit can get a wealth screening tool that will tell you who in your database, you know, has a lot of capacity to give to organizations like yours. So it is kind of an exciting time, but I think there are also some caveats and maybe some dangers that come along with those things, just like they would in maybe any other sector that that is going through a, a technical renaissance. And what would some of those dangers be our listeners should be looking for? Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is that I think there's an essential human element to fundraising that can never be replaced and should never be replaced, even though I sometimes do see tools and software available out there that maybe kind of seek to do that. And those are the kinds of things that maybe make me sweat a little and maybe worry a little bit about diving right into using those. And, you know, I'm thinking of things like uh, a service that maybe will create kind of a handwritten font for you that sort of looks like a handwritten note, but actually is, and, you know, it's printed on there. You know, th- those kinds of things, Jeff, make me a little worried. I don't. I think there is no replacement for getting out some nice stationery or postcard stock and, and writing a handwritten note to perhaps a new donor that is given for the first time, and you just kind of want to make sure they feel extra special and thanked. I think that a hundred years from now, 500 years from now, that will still be a really good thing to do, even if there are, you know, ridiculous 
artificial intelligences out there that can tell you exactly when you should write a handwritten note to a person and maybe what you should say to that person. That's kind of the balance that I mean as we sort of navigate this technical renaissance. Chatbots on your website, I don't know that those things are going to necessarily revolutionize perhaps your donor acquisition rates or donor retention rates and things like that. So I think we just kind of have to be careful and, and maybe use a little bit of common sense. Actually, a buddy of mine, Simon Scriver, he's out of Ireland, one of the best fundraisers out in Ireland. He's on Twitter. He's Toast Fundraiser. He said it best, and I don't think anyone could say it better. He said that anything that takes you know the human element out of fundraising is inherently bad, and I'm kind of paraphrasing the quote there. And that, to me, is kind of the litmus test when I view software and technology tools and things that pop up that, that look really cool, but we need to make sure that we're still maintaining that personal touch. You know, a robot, I don't think, can ever completely replace the personal touch. People give to people, right? People don't give to robots. So I think we've got to be careful there. Yeah, hopefully we're one last occupation that we can't be your pump kidding, that we can't be your yeah, I think, but, yeah, I think honestly it is. I Yeah, and hopefully there are others, but yeah, I would yeah, put ours yeah. at the top of the list, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that doesn't mean that we really can't be equipped. And, you know, I work in a software company, and even things out there that I don't work for, I, I recommend, but... Yeah, we can't totally be replaced. I think you said. <laughs> yeah, use the tools to make it personal, but don't be artificial. I guess is a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to have a pretty messy font to match my handwriting. So. <laughs> but that's yeah. good, you know. Messy, messy is okay, right? And you know, if you're going to leave a voicemail to someone to say thanks, you know, a couple verbal flubs, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that it makes us seem more human, and it is a very human thing that we do. You know, yeah. trying to raise money for people. Yeah. Talking to a fundraising colleague today who's running for public office, and he's being challenged raising money for politics. It's so different, and I don't think any of us mm. love robocalls from a politician, but we accept them. But if you got a robocall of thanks from a nonprofit, I think you'd cringe. And right. some do it. Absolutely. And some do it. And some do it. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about any any tip, maybe first steps for people who want to wade a little deeper in the automation waters? Yeah, I think that, you know, I think the, a, a logical first thing is to look at the automation you already have. I think everyone listening to this, this podcast is doing some kind of automation, even if they don't realize it. And I think the most common example, which is also maybe a good place to start, is your online giving. So, you know, one exercise you might go through is to donate to yourself online and see what kind of automatic things you get as a donor, because there are several. Even the most rudimentary online giving process does include automation. So if you fill out that donation form and you click donate, you are automatically redirected to a thank you page, a confirmation page. What does that page look like? Does it even say thank you? Sometimes it just says, you know, your, your donation was successfully processed. Right, and that's it. And then you know, the donor doesn't really feel any warm fuzzies. They aren't really told to do anything next. They're probably just going to close your website. But say thank you there. Tell a story. Maybe include a video or a photo of a service recipient. You can put some 
nice warm touches into things that are automated. And you're already doing that. You're already going to be sending that person to a thank you page. So why not dress it up and make it look like an actual thank you? Even though everyone who donates is going to see that, you have to be a little bit generic, but you can still be warm and thankful in that. And then the automatic email, right? You're probably going to send an automatic email to that donor, you know, a couple seconds after they donate. Maybe it comes from your PayPal or your Boomerang or your Network for Good or whatever it is you're using for online giving. Is that a nice thank you or is it kind of a, a cold robotic receipt that might not even say thank you? You know, look at that. You know, I think there are a lot of things like the thank you page and that automatic receipt that maybe you can look at and audit and, and just kind of warm up once. And once you do it once, you don't ever have to do it again unless you maybe want to test or tweak something later on. It's kind of nice of one-time optimization. And then beyond that, you know, what else is kind of on autopilot that maybe we don't think about that could be humanized perhaps in some way? You know, are we sending out the same social media posts to every single network that we're on all at once because we have, you know, this cool piece of software that lets us do that? Well, you know, those people that are on each individual network are very different perhaps, and there are certain styles perhaps of language and, and photos and, and the content you put out that varies from one network to the next. So I would stop doing that, honestly. I would maybe look at each individual network as a separate audience that different types of content would look on. But, you know, those are the kinds of things that we automate every single day that maybe we don't think of. And I think it maybe leads to the, the lack of engagement that we see particularly online or in sort of the digital realm of fundraising. Awesome. Well, Stephen, yeah. thank you so much for your insight and welcome back. You're one of my favorite <laughs> folks in the nonprofit arena. And to our listeners, if you don't follow Stephen on Twitter, you should. You'll learn a lot and might laugh a little bit or a lot uh, <laughs> at, at Bloomerang Tech. And then please yep. uh, check out their website, bloomerang.com, where you can click on resources and listen to their great webinar series. And if you're in the market for fundraising donor relationship software, we highly recommend Bloomerang, so check them out. Oh, thanks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and to our listeners, thank you for joining us on this edition of The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.